This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We are the Harry Bikers. I'm Dave. And I'm Sai, and in a few minutes, with a magical sprinkling of fairy dust, we will be transformed into the Agony Uncles. Here to solve your trials, your tribulations, whether they're matters of the heart or of the kitchen. And sometimes, in the kitchen especially, you need all the help you can get when you're cooking. This is why Sai and I really love meter. No, not gas or electric meter, but no. meter, M-E-A-T-E-R. If you've not heard of meter, it's a wireless meat thermometer. It's the future. So you stick it in your roast and use the meter app to see how it's doing to perfection. You see, that's it, isn't it? It's great because you can see the meat temperature on your phone while it's cooking. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> not us. But then we tried it and it was brilliant because fundamentally you leave nothing a chance. And it's an idea it works on the oven. It also works in a barbecue, works in a frying pan. It even works in an air fryer. So basically, if you use meter, you'll have the confidence to cook like Dave and I, or a professional. Right, so I think we've established meter is great. Yes, well. Now, as they're sponsoring the Agony Uncles podcast, they've done you a favour, because as one of our listeners, you can get a meter for a fabulous 20% off. It's an exclusive offer for Agony Uncles listeners. That's 20%. That's, that, that's, that's, that's more than 15, which is always good. And it's easy to get your 20% off because you just go to meter.com. That's go to meter.com, which is spelled M-E-A-T-E-R, as in meat, uh, and use the code hairy20 to get 20% off anything in the meter range. You see what we did there? It was good that day, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And it's great that Meter are working with us because we genuinely do love their products. So go and have a look at the shop online and use Hairy20 to get that money off. <laughs> right. So, shall we get on with the Agony Uncles? Sponsored by, guess who? Meter. Helping <laughs> you to eat better forever. Oh, I right. love it. And pausing the problems today, it's Jeeves, the thin white duke. Ah, uh, yes. Hello. You had your hair cut? I have had a haircut, yes, quite a severe one as well. And uh, yeah, and what he also did, which is quite—I uh, always get to do my eyebrows because my eyebrows go a bit mad and they're like grey and strange, and they, I'm a bit Patrick Moore if I don't. And but he went too far, so actually they're virtually gone. And I could feel this as he was doing them. I could feel, it. and and so if eyebrows virtually—if you can't see them—that's because they're not there. Whatever. I've what? got no eyelashes, I no know. eyebrows, I've got I know. nothing. You should win. Oh, he's tweaked my eyebrows off. <laughs> Look at me, you're like a cantaloupe melon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have nothing to oh, complain about. He's cut about. too you're much right. off my eyebrows. Oh, you should see me in the nude. Okay. Oh, good God, man. Stop whinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, at least we know what to get him for his birthday. We'll get him what? an eyeline pencil, you know, one of those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, well, that's me told. Oh. But apart from that, all is well, and you have a big pot of problems that you're going to be dealing with today. And, and, and of course, it wouldn't be the Agony Uncles without the master, the poshest of poshness, Princess Posh of the poshest 
poshness. <laughs> it's Posh Tash from the Poshville. Oh, good morning. I am that oh. in more concern now, though, that I might well be soon the hairiest of this hairy group. Mm. I'm meant to be the woman who's beautifully coiffured and shaved and trimmed, and but actually now with Mark with no eyebrows and Dave yeah. with no hair. Yeah. I mean, Sai, you had a haircut last week. I'm yeah. probably the hairiest around it. I haven't had time for any self-maintenance for a long time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's just the parts that can be seen, Tash. Everything else is going to tosh. You know. <laughs> no, I'm bald everywhere now. Oh, gross. Uh, I know it's something. Anyway, I'm here to solve problems. Tearing me now. Right, on this point, Simon, Yes. I think we should get solving. Yes, okay. So... Play that jingle. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. Okay. In this week's Barrel of Bother, Uncle Sai, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you'll be helping our gorgeous listeners through the following icky issues. Slow is better. Too hot to handle. Why won't he ask me out? And, in confidential corner, his pants really turn me off. But we're going to start with Slow is Better, and this comes from Harriet, who says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, I listened to your recent podcast about the cost of cooking, and it made me think about a slow cooker. Now, they cost very little to switch on, and I've heard it's possible to cook large items in there, not just cubes of casserole beef. In fact, one friend has told me they've done a whole chicken in their slow cooker. So my questions are, A, is that possible? And B, any other advice on using a slow cooker to cook cheaply food which can then be frozen and eaten during the week? Harriet, over to you. Yeah, you, you need a big slow cooker. Yeah, uh, yeah. bikers do one. It's a monster. <laughs> Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you, can, you can stick children in it. It's brilliant. It's like a baby. It's like a baby's bath, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like but seriously, I think it'll save you on power, but it saves you on time. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah. You're at work and it's cooking your dinner, and like you say, it's brilliant for those kind of tougher cuts of meat, shall we say? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. no, it, 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 they're brilliant. Yeah, so, so yes, all of that is possible. Lovely human. Uh, go and buy, go and buy one the size of a missionary pot. It's it's brilliant. Can I ask a question? So no. I have a slow cooker, and I clearly need a hairy biker. Um, thanks, so I clearly need a hairy biker one. I need one to put children in. But yeah. I, I'm really, really frustrated that you have to cook. You often have to brown it before you put it in there. So in the morning, busy, chuck it in. But it says brown the meat, do the onions, then put it in the slow cooker. It's not actually chuck it all in and leave it. A lot of slow cookers have a facility for browning first, actually. Yes, oh, they do. That's not being pedantic, but you set it for to browning. And oh. you're, you're in your big casserole pan, as it were, so you can see a sizzle and everything, put the rest in, then put it onto your slow cooker cycle. Oh, OK, I haven't got that. So that would help massively. Because it's all the washing up that goes with it that I can't stand. And you can program it, which I believe we can. you can with ours. So you program it to sizzle, then you program it to slow cook, and it just all does it. So you literally um, just lob it in. Right. Wish I'd found you guys sooner. Well, yeah, I wish you'd found us sooner, because we could have flogged you one. <laughs> but the, the, the great bits are kit, aren't they, for, like, if you, if you bulk cooking curries... You know, say like a lamb curry using necker lamb, which is a good cut anyway. Mm. Um, but but it really does does work. Or, or things like shin of beef, you know, when you're doing your dauber beef. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with cooking the whole chicken in there, is it? It'll fall apart. Lovely. It'll be lovely chicken a la king. Yeah, the good thing about them is as well, it, all of those flavours, because you know what Dave and I have like, spent our careers going, <laughs> deglaze the pan, don't throw any flavours away, make yeah. sure you recycle them through the dish, all of that. Is and it's brilliant because it just all stays in one pot. You know, it's 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 fab. Yeah, I went through phases of using it. I go through that sort of well, yeah, let's slow cook everything, and then I put it in the cupboard again and don't get it out and don't think about it, and then go go what's dinner. You have to really. And I think uh, autumn, it's kind of the time for doing it now. It's hot, big stews and things. Um, yeah, I know. I was slow cooker. That the actual barrel of it, as it were, what you cook in the cooking vessel, uh, does detach. So actually, you just lift that off and take that. Ceramic yeah. to the table, so so it's a win-win really. And then obviously the leftovers just freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a good call. In my family, it all goes; nothing gets left. Well, that's because you're <laughs> such a good cook, Tash. Yeah. Oh, I follow some really good recipes. Actually, I will say I'm totally. I got to face your new, your book you just recently released. I love your fish tacos in it. Oh, but you, I got I got stuck on it. It's like I don't open another page. You know, you just watch me cooking it over <laughs> to the same page. Yeah. Oh, tacos, guess what? <laughs> guess what? We're having fish tacos again. Yeah. There are another two hundred and thirty-three pages in that book, Tash. I can't find them. Got... <laughs> okay, so in answer to the question, yes, you can do a whole chicken in a slow cooker, uh, and you can do uh, quite a lot of things in there as well. You just need the right slow cooker. Is that the answer? Yes, that's the answer. A big one. Food. Makes everything better. I need a lady's name for our next problem. I wonder who I might ask on the team to provide me with a lady. Oh, the one who's covering her her face with her hands, perhaps. Uh, You'd be rubbish at school if you went to hide and the teacher said, I need a volunteer. You'd be like crawling under the desk, making yourself obvious, wouldn't you? I'm usually that person that puts the hand up, but this one I hate. And every weekend I spend the Sunday going, think of names, think of names. Think of names, think of names. I'm going to go Purdy. Purdy, Purdy. <laughs> well, you, we're back to we're back to the Avengers in 1973. It would take but that's me okay. three weeks to. F- oh God! Oh, Tush, you've got come drink on, Purdy. Oh, what? What is? Are you holding up a can of what? Is that Purdy? What is that? Purdy. It's pop. It's an oh. energy drink, but uh, posh one. Yeah, it's an energy drink. Well, it's not mine. I'm sitting at husband's desk anyway, so it's his. That's a good name, Purdy. Come okay. on. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Purdy writes probably. Dear Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, and Posh Tash. I'm very frustrated with a colleague at work. We both work for an engineering company in Loughborough. I'm in the production office. He's one of the engineers. For the past few weeks now, I've made it so obvious that I want him to ask me out, but so far, no luck. I go and sit with him at lunch. I bring him drinks from the machine if I ever walk over to where he's working, and I always give him the biggest smile when I see him. I honestly don't believe it could be more obvious, and I have heard from other colleagues that he fancies me but no luck with him asking me out so far. I'm almost at the point of getting a T-shirt made that says, Ask me out, Gareth! Any advice, please? Coming from Purdy. Over to you. Ask him out. (laughs) Yeah, ask him out. Cut cut through. He might be monumentally shy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's the one that sits in the canteen with his head halfway through his T-shirt like this. I am not worthy. I am not worthy of Purdy. I love Purdy, but I'm not worthy. I don't know what to do with Purdy. I think I'll go and have a sandwich instead. Yeah, he sounds really boring, don't him? No, 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 no. It's 2022, Purdy. You have as much power to ask him out as he has to ask you out. Yeah. You know, uh, just, just do it, you know? 
Look, he'll be like, thrilled. He'll be thrilled. And you know, look, it's the, you're only here once, so you might as well crack on. I you agree. Or pinch his thumb when Grey Pass, make it even more obvious. Oh. No, that oh, would be no, sexual no, harassment. No, that'd be putting him off. I mean, <laughs> if you get a date with Purdy, can I go shotgun? I don't know. I think uh, maybe he doesn't want it. Or maybe, do you know what I'm thinking? If she goes and asks him out, maybe he's not all she expects him to be. Maybe he's a bit boring and a bit shy and they'll go to dinner and he won't be able to decide on dinner. And he'll, oh, maybe he's, a, you know. Yeah, no, but she needs the opportunity to yeah, fit right. You know, yeah, that's the risk of any date, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you know, true. you cannot stop trying just because you think it might be a really bad idea. Seems to be working for me regularly. So <laughs> and, um, I think, uh, look, yeah, you know them post-it notes, right? Oh. Just stick a post-it note on his computer screen or your forehead and just go on and go ask me out. Or you could go back, go back to that old school day one. Of asking your mate to have a quiet word with him. Say, look, my mate fancies yeah. you. Yeah. And that, that way you can get out of it with any embarrassment and blame your mate. Well, he's clearly told somebody he likes her because she's getting feedback. So he's just got to get, you know, someone's got to take him aside and say, go on then, take her out for a drink. <laughs> Dave, does that, there was echoes, there was echoes, echoes of our relationship in there, bro. <laughs> Well, I didn't ask anybody if you fancied me before I went out. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. You yeah, my man fancies you. Oh, Dave, shut up, man. <laughs> well, on, I've done, I've done, I, have done, I have done that, actually, on your behalf. Yeah, 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 yeah I have. I have on his behalf. I put in a good word. Oh, would it work? It did, actually, yes, for a short while. Oh, a short while, yeah. 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 Did. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it did, yeah. yeah. Everyone needs a wingman. Yeah, well yeah, done, I've done please. it a couple of times, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Why? Have you reciprocated? Well, he's married, isn't he? I can't do that, <laughs> can I? I was thinking before that. <laughs> yeah. He did leave me abandoned in a nightclub in Newcastle with a girl in a bin liner. If that's, <laughs> if that's the best he can do. <laughs> she was yeah. about... She was, she was... God knows how old she was. But it certainly was one of those cases where I'm sitting in the corner, my body language is that of a koala bear under siege. <laughs> I thought you were having a good time. She was quite into you, dude. You missed out there. Oh, she, no, good God, no. She was sweating like a... Well, in the well, bin she would be. She's in the bin liner. <laughs> why, why wearing a bin liner going out? It wasn't the golden age of punk. Well, it, well maybe well, it was. It just took a while to reach the, new, the north. Uh, it took a while to get you. you hi. <laughs> Oh, girl, she must be thrilled. Yeah, well, you know. No, not really. No. <laughs> not really. She was out with her face on glue or something, I think. Oh, no. It was not a night out I'd care to repeat. Right. Was, yeah. We've had some goodness, though. Oh, know. we have. We have. Vietnam, I put a word in with you for Vietnam. I mean, I didn't know she was a prostitute, but I put a word in. <laughs> You've got a wallet in. <laughs> I ran, I ran like a frightened rabbit. I thought, was, I thought I was going to karaoke. I was. So did I. I was going through my song list. I didn't realise it was a hooky house. <laughs> How do you get that so wrong? Oh, trust us, we got it like massively wrong. We're you just to like scrape the book. We just wandered about. Yeah, yeah. scrape the book. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. That's the thing. I'm sure the pages were stuck together, weren't they? They were. Yeah. Oh, Tash, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See if you remember, they were laminated. To yes, be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Wipeable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. dear me. No. Well, well, well that's a question. Let, let's know, let's bring we? this back to uh, Purdy mm. in Loughborough, uh, away from uh, Vietnam <laughs> issues, uh, <laughs> who is looking uh, to say, uh, how can she get Gareth to ask her out? Advice, please. Post hash. Ask him out. Uh, Uncle Si? Uh, uh, post it note on your forehead. Uncle Dave? Get your mate just to have a quiet word, Gail. Look, my mate fancies you. It might be juvenile, but if it's done in a polite way, it could save a lot of embarrassment. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Our next problem is called Too Hot to Handle, and it comes from Janie Penn, who says, Hello, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, Posh Tash, and Thin White Duke. I hope you're all well. Love the podcast so much. Can't wait for Fridays. You make me laugh so much, and I wanted to say huge thanks for what you are doing. Here's my issue. I live part-time with Mad Al, my husband, on a narrowboat. I saw the thin white duke on his boat on Instagram, so I thought I might write in and see if you've got any ideas on this. We had our kitchen, or galley, refurbished two years ago, and I got a new hot installed. It runs on propane. It's great, but gracious me, the heat on it. It's absolutely uncontrollable. The pans I've ruined propelled me to seek advice. It's got two big gas jets and one teeny one in the middle, and even that one damages pans. I've bought diffusers of several varieties. These are okay, but once heated up, don't really do anything. And currently I'm using copper bottom pans and a Le Creuset casserole dish and a couple of other cheap frying pans. Doesn't seem to make much difference what I use. The gas runs too hot, I can't simmer anything, and we've had it all checked out, so we know it's okay. I'd be grateful for any thoughts you might have. Loads of love to you. Your ace, Janie Penn. Over to you. You use butane instead. The only problem with butane is it, it has a, it has, so there's propane, which is the red canisters, and the, because that's what I have my, because uh, I, I live in the, in the countryside, that's what mine is. Um, but the, so the only problem with butane when it comes to the winter, it has a tendency to freeze. So that's that. So propane has a higher freezing point. So i.e., it never freezes. So um, I think you've got the wrong jetting in your um, yeah in on your hob in the hob. Yeah, yeah. Because every narrow boat in the country runs on propane. Exactly. Yeah. You have your yeah. gas locker at the front of the boat. You're, like your heating, your 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 gas. It's propane. And any of the chandlers, everything. It's propane. But I think King is right. You need the jetting sorting because if it's working like a, you know, like like a jet, mm. you know, um, you need to get it sorted. You're just burning holes in your pan. Yeah. What do you yeah. have, Mark? Yeah, I'm propane, but I've I've never had a, a situation where I burn a hole in my pan. I'll be honest. It does sound like there's something a bit strange going on there. I mean, they get warm, but they don't get that warm. Well, you want a pan to get warm, QED. It's called cooking. Well, that's true, but I just I've never had a, never had it sort of where it's like it's melting. I did I did once melt the side because I put a microwave next to it and I did melt the side of the microwave because I forgot that the flame was coming up there and I come back and all the side of the metal plastic bit on the microwave oh, had melted onto the melted onto. That's operator error, isn't it? That was operator error. Nothing to do yeah. with the equipment. Pass the blame. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get you, Dave. That's all his fault. Your fault, Mark, totally. <laughs> yeah, King is right. I think when it comes to this, you get somebody in to sort it. Hmm. Because if you look around the thousands and thousands of narrowboats on the canals, they're not all burning holes in the pan, and I would say they're all on propane. Hmm. What did you have on your boat, Dave? Because you had a boat. Oh, propane. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. do, you, you do, because anything that's outside or anything that's, you know, like that, you, you just, it's it's propane, you know, butane is, you know, for, for inside, you know, your gas. You remember them wheelie gas heaters? My mum used to have them in the, in the winter. Can you remember that, Dave? That yes. You used to have yeah. to get out the cupboard. Shit. Colour gas, he were. Colour. Oh, God. Hilarious. And, um, no, but that's honestly that's what it is because I bet what she's bought is she's bought a domestic um, hob and put it in her boat. But actually, what she needs is she, 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 and Propane normally you jets. get the jets. You, 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 they just screw out and screw in. And it's not complicated thing to do. You need but, to um, get a gas fella to do it, though. You do. You definitely you do. do. I, funny enough, Kingy, they did exactly the same to me. You know, the house in France. Yeah. I had a kitchen put in, and the kitchen came from England, and. The, there's, there's no kind of, certainly the area of France I was in, uh, the, there's no mains gas, so everything's on propane. Yeah. So basically, I had like the electric hob, but I wanted propane, you know, to do uh, a walk. Yeah. And so that this, this was like a, a separate hob for, for propane, but they did the same, but it was on the same jets mm. that were domestic. And actually it was a really cold flame, but the, the flames had come up about a foot. Yeah. And in the end, I got a French gas engineer in who put the right jets in. Oh, well, yeah. once I'd harangued the company, put the kitchen, because like you said, the jets should have been with it. Yeah, they should, definitely. Out of interest though, boys, um, I'm a big La Cruze fan anyway, um, mm. easy to clean. What are the best saucepans or bottoms to put on to a hot, hot flame? Is it those big, heavy-based iron numbers? You know, Depends well, what you want. You see, if you want to walk, you want the walk thin. But um, I, see, yeah. I don't know, you seem to get, it's, it's what you pay for with pans, isn't it? But there's some good deals around. Yeah. There isn't, and I think technology's moved on such a lot that that uh, as well. It look, it's about it's about the even conduction of heat, isn't it, yeah, through yeah. the food and through the pan. So you know, the better pans you buy that have that even distribution, mm. and there's no hot spots. The better the better the food is. So as Dave says, you've got to pay for that. Yeah, I really struggle with. I like doing that to like um a tart tata or an upside down plum, and you want to take it from the frying pan into the oven. That mm -hmm. whole hot handle, I always, <laughs> my favourite frying pan's got a plastic handle. Clearly, I, I soon learned you don't put that in the oven. No. <laughs> Not that one. But then you get the hot, the one with the metal handle, and you put it in the oven, and you can't take it out because it's so bloody hot. And well, it's just, there's no middle ground. There is. The detachable handles, they're called. And uh, oh. we, we, we did some, we did a range of those, with, or, or a couple of ages ago now, so I don't think we do them anymore. In the range that Dave and I have out, we had detachable handles for exactly that reason. Oh, well, there you it's go. like a little lifter handle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I need. All right, that's what I need. Do you, you remember on Saturday Kitchen we had that and when you're not thinking and I forgot they'd just come out of the oven so I grabbed hold of it and it was oh. like ah! <laughs> on live telly. Anyway, I, I was just, you know, you just get, get on with it. Anyway, Kingy keeps trying to press this tea towel at me and I'm going, go away with your tea towel, I'm trying to cook. Anyway, it stuffs it in my hand but what it done is it filled it full of ice cubes. Oh, you're so nice. Well, he's well, he's found, isn't he? I mean, it was completely useless. It was a member of production filled it full of ice cubes and passed it to him to pass to me. Oh. <laughs> At which point, there was ice cubes everywhere, weren't there, on the floor? It was like <laughs> Tom <laughs> and Dean. What the hell? What's the ice cube for? You know, 
It's like it's for your hand, you knacker. It's just like Hi. <laughs> it's clearly got asbestos fingers, hasn't he? Good job I didn't drop the dinner on the floor. Suffering for your art. Yes, so, indeed. good advice for Janie then. You need to get some jet uh, sorted out on that. But uh, fundamentally, it's not the pans, it's the hot cooking device that's the problem. Yes. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, send an email to the agony uncles. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. Da, 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 da. In Confidential Corner, we need one male and one female name. And uh, Uncle Dave, a male name, please. And Uncle Si, a female name. Thank you. Robbie. Robbie. You see, Tash, Dave didn't have any problem with it. He just oh. came out with it. Did you see that, yeah. Robbie? Yeah, Robbie. Yeah, it wasn't the name for drink. Anyway, Karen. Rosie. Rosie and Robbie. Ah. <laughs> Dear Uncle Dave, Uncle Si, and Posh Tash. I need help with my partner's pants. I've been going out with Robbie for a while now, and he's really been a shining star in my life, which had been pretty dreary for quite a long time. The problem I have is with his underwear. He insists on wearing Y-fronts, but really old ones. And they are old ones, not dirty ones, just very old, very well-worn. And he doesn't seem to mind that they've got holes in them and worn elastic and they're saggy. He tells me they're really comfy. I've tried buying him nice boxers, even briefs, but he tries them and then puts them away, insists on wearing these awful old things, and the problem is they're a huge turn-off when it comes to bedtime. I really fancy him until he shows me his pants, and then it all goes wrong. What can I do to get him to change his ways of pants, please? And that comes from Rosie. Over oh, to you. Oh, it's really simple, Rosie. What you do is you take them all out of the drawer and throw them out. <laughs> That's it. And then he hasn't got a problem then. You just forget about it. I might upset him for a little bit, but he'd be all right. You know, once he's getting these conjugals, he's, he'd be fine. Yeah. What do you think, Dave? Oh, I think you've got to keep your undies tidy, especially if you're in a relationship. It's all right if you're going around. What was it they used to say? The, you know, the Friday greys, they used to call it, didn't they? You know, <laughs> you, know you, you, you save the rough ones to the end of the week. But, you know, well, that's it. It's the first thing you think about is if you get knocked off your motorbike is, shit, what pants have I got on? <laughs> You know what, Dave? My mum always said to me, if you got run over and they had to cut your clothes off, what are you wearing underneath? Yeah, yeah. what is that about? What is that about? I mean, like, there was one day, because, I, I mean, sometimes I have I have a tendency to go commando, mostly because I'm half asleep when I put my clothes on, I forget to put my knickers on. However, <laughs> uh, that's another story. And we were in a bar one night, and uh, anyway, there was lots of jollity going on, and Dave put, decided just randomly to pull me pants down. And I was like, no, dude, no, boom, down. No. No. Oh, yes. In the yes. middle of an Irish bar. Um, well, I just thought, you know, hey, I think they were elasticated ways, to be fair. They were as well, yeah. It's like Yankoff, as they say. Oh, well, uh, careful, careful. <laughs> I said Yankassin. Yes. Oh, I have one of my most embarrassing things ever was I, women, we find it harder because obviously we've got to match our underwear which I'm not great at, if I'm confessing here. You know, you've got to match your bra to your, um, your pants, and et cetera. Do and you? you know, what if? But I was I was practicing, I did the, um, what's it, the moonwalk. And I was practicing to do the moonwalk, which is the overnight marathon you walk for cancer research. And I was doing this once, and I was, I was practicing for it. So I walked from Islington down to Richmond one day because of my time with my boyfriend, which is now my husband, was playing rugby there. And I put on my basically very supportive underwear, which is very similar to granny pants, which held everything in for my hike down there. And when I got to the rugby grounds, I was asked, because I was one of the few girls, to go down and help to just put the awards out. 
and I was standing with my back to the entire stadium and then some guy ran down and pulled down my trousers and thought it was hysterical that I was therefore standing there with trousers around my ankles and my giant granny pants arse basically out to this entire crowd of men who were basically lawyers and anyway I was mortified took it took it well very well but what I loved the most was there were about four guys that thought this was brilliant and all the others all came to see if I was all right they were all like are you okay that was awful I'm so sorry I wouldn't have cared if I was wearing my sexy ones I'd have been chuffed a bit everyone has seen that but no, I was in grey, beige, huge, sucker minnows, you know, where everything squirts out everywhere else. Worst day of my life it was. I never spoke to the guy again, actually. Oh, I want to admit, I think, going up to a lady and ripping her trousers off, that is a different league. That's a different yeah. level, isn't it? That's, That's assault. It is outrageous. That's really, really wrong. Yeah. yeah. I was early 20s and I think he thought he was having banter and I was like, you just picked the wrong person. Uh, to have yeah, 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 yeah. I cannot imagine. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. Your, your, your wrath starts wars. So yeah. it's probably. There were some very nice men that then. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh, no, that's crap. I hope well, go back fired. to bad pants. Go back to men's pants. There's nothing worse than a man in bad pants, but I quite like a man in pants over no pants. So there's a tricky one, but I was thinking she should say, well, if tonight's the night, get naked and wait for me, then she doesn't have to see them. Yeah, I just think you just need to have a word with them telling you need to upgrade your pants. You're right on the outside, but what's the inside's minging? You know, just let him buy his own pants. Yeah, because I think as well, is if somebody, it's a personal thing. If somebody buys your undies you don't like, they, they just feel quite odd, don't they, you know? But yeah. there again, if you buy them yourself, you've got no one to blame. Um, do you remember, I tell you what, he, he came up the other time, our Baltic series, Kingy. Do you remember we, we went, oh, it was in the Karunian Spit for Amber in Lithuania. Yes. And we had to go in the sea. Yes. And we both went in in our pants. And we both had those really tight, bad pants from Amsterdam. <laughs> I've still got them. <laughs> oh, They're no. I've got them. Yeah, no, you bought us them. They're, they've got flames on them and everything. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're quite kind of flamboyant. But they, was, they, they don't look great. No, but, you know, who's seeing it? Do you know? Well, well the nation, really, because we were wearing them on the telly. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there was that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> About well, 78 million people, yes, because we've well, sold like it all over the world. Yeah. No, Speedos. no, they, was, they were just like, I think at the time we were, uh, no, we were, we'd been on the diet then, so we weren't that fat. No, the pants were just too small, ah. for one. But also, they were, they were very kind of leery, shall we say, in terms of their design. But oh, yeah. I, in France, I've discovered this brand called Undies with a Z. Ooh. And oh, they're yeah. really good, yeah. They're really thin. They're almost like silk. But like, because silk, un- silk boxes are great if you think you're travelling. But on a motorbike, they don't last. Uh, Why no. not? They're not. Yeah, you rub them. Yeah. 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 But, but these Undies, they're cheap synthetic fabric, but they're great for travelling. And also, because they're thin, you have a rub through and they dry by the next morning. And also, the only thing is, when you take them off and you're standing on a carpet, you get sparks around your neck, which is a bit painful on occasion. But other than that, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 if you go over an island carpet, you probably like to the house. <laughs> <laughs> However, they're economical, <laughs> light, and somewhat leery. Yeah, very nice though. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference between leery underwear and old, dirty, holy underwear. You know, oh, yeah. and I think it's, it smacks of a bit like he doesn't want to impress her anymore or look attractive for her. You know, we all like to put a bit of effort in, so maybe he should actually go, I'll wear those on a comfy day when, I, when she's not going to get to me. And then on those days, he needs to put a bit of effort in, get his silk ones out. 
Yeah, well, I mean, maybe there is lucky pants, and he, he thinks every day is lucky. Oh, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, unlucky now. And we've all got lucky pants we wear on those demanding days, haven't we? You know, <laughs> you put them on, cheeky lucky pants. Oh, Dave has go on, side. You got that? <laughs> oh, I've got lucky pants, but I've got backup lucky pants as well because I'm like that. I'm pedantic. Oh. Wow, what the same design, the same fit, everything. No, 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 oh. no, no, just, 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 the, 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 they're not as lucky on the League of Luck. Oh. But they're up there, they're up there. They're, they're more positive than your every days. And how did they become lucky? Was there an incident with them? How, how, did, how did they become lucky? Yeah, pants? yeah, just like my favourite pants. I had ones once, I had for years, they fell apart, and it was gorillas on surfboards. But every day I wore my gorillas on surfboards pants, I had a blindingly good day. Wow. <laughs> But then they fell apart. But uh, but really, they were co- they weren't wife hooks, They were just cotton boxes. Remember those ones I pinched from you? Those tartan ones. I loved those. I, I actually had. Oh, those. the Gordon Highlander. Yes, yeah, I loved them. They were. Mm. Br- I had them for years. I suppose they were lucky. I love that you had them, but they didn't give them back. Were they actually his? Well, he gave them to you as a present. No, no, they were his, but I just didn't <laughs> give them them back. <laughs> Can we just say? I think at the one point he maybe needed some pants. So yeah. I, with generosity, I said, here, have these. They're, they're lovely. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's it. Uh, yeah. they, they, were, they were Gordon Highlanders tartan. Very uh, lovely. Yes, nice. I do believe people wear them under kilts if they're not brave enough to go out. Uh, but outrageous. there's a difference between boxers, which are the flappy boxers, and the tight, you know, Calvin Klein boxers. The only thing about those, right, and I wear those, uh, but the, anyway, I, there was a, a, a lady in my life that, that, that bought me a pair of these. They're, they're quite tight, but they're like silky. Oh, right? oh. But the only thing is that you, when you wear them, your pants come down because it slides across the top of your boxes and off you go. Because, you know, if you've got a little bit of a paunch, <laughs> i.e. as I do, uh, yeah, it, it, the waistline doesn't actually rest on your hip bone. It just rests on the fl- on the love handles at the sides, you see. And then eventually as you're walking, you just, and you just spend all day pulling your pants up. Well, it just pisses you off in the end, doesn't it? You know, it's, so you just, ah. Oh. So anyway, cotton all the way. Cotton. Cotton yeah. Velcro. <laughs> That's what you need, young man. Cotton yeah, yeah. seller, yeah, seller tape. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, Rosie and Robbie, then, what, uh, uh, what's the uh, advice? Uh, let's start with you, Uncle Dave. Robbie, your pants sound crap. Just go and buy some new pants for hygiene's sake as much as anything. Uncle Si. Yeah, get a grip, Robbie. Or, or, or get your elastic, your your lady Rosie to get a grip because you just yeah come on man get make an effort dude you know your ladies like this sort of thing I mean I know that we couldn't give them monkeys either way but you know make an effort come on dude and postash yeah surprise her take them off early and so she doesn't see them again wear them on your days but you're not going to see her I think she'd love it if, if your, your life's, life's in a mess, mess then the email, email address is the agony uncles at thehairybikes.co.uk yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening to us uh, on the Agony Uncles podcast, which, guess what, is sponsored today by Meter. Now, if you've not heard of Meter, it's a wireless meat thermometer. So you stick it in the roast, then you use a Meter app to see how it's doing. And it works not just in the oven, it works on barbecues and the frying pan, even an air fryer. So basically, if you use Meter, <laughs> you'll have the confidence to cook like a pro. 
Or Hannibal Lecter. Or Hannibal, or Hannibal Lecter, Lecter, yeah. Hannibal Lecter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but whether you're Hannibal Lecter or Fanny Craddock, does not cut to perfection. Now, Meter is great. And as they're sponsoring the Angly Ugly, Meet is great. And as they're sponsoring the Agony Uncles podcast, they've done you a favour because as one of our listeners, you can get a meter for 20% off. It's an exclusive offer for Agony Uncles listeners. That's 20% off. Your meter, which is good. Um, so it's easy to get your 20% off. Just go to meter.com. That's meter.com, which is spelt M-E-A-T-E-R. And use the happy, happy, hairy code, hairy20, to get 20% off anything in the Meter range. Uh, it's great that Meter are working with us because we genuinely do love their products. So go and have a look at their shop online and use hairy20 to get that lovely money off. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a, a, a new episode of the agony uncles every friday so remember to subscribe hit the subscribe button you lovely humans so it keeps dave and i in meat so uh to make sure and, and so you don't miss a single one that's that's fundamentally what we're asking you to do yes please help, help. so from posh tash bye the thin white duke goodbye and from the two of us goodbye Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.